0: Every gamer has that one game they want all of their friends to play. Maybe it's old.
1: Maybe it's new. Maybe it's obscure. Or maybe it's the game that everyone is playing.
0: Whatever it is, it's that one game you love to talk about. Join us as we ask each other to try this game. Adam, how would you feel about fighting me with swords?
1: Again, I mean, yeah, we can we can do this over.
0: But this time, it's pretty much one hit kills.
1: Oh, all right, cool, let's get into it. We
0: so we're talking about Bushido Blade 1 and 2, though I think you only played the first one and that's the only one I played for this one, but there was a sequel. Hmm. Uh, this was a PlayStation 1 game developed by, the company at the time was called Squaresoft, now they're called Square Enix. It was released in ninety seven. I think Bushido Blade 2 came out a couple of years later. Current availability is no. <laughs> you could pirate it, I guess. I know that on the P when PSP was around, if you had access to the Japanese virtual store, you could buy it through them. Oh really? I guess they figured it was too niche, but it's a very highly regarded game, even in North America, because it's 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 unique. There are very you know, there are very few games. Most fighting games don't include uh, weapons to begin with, and certainly none of them are as, uh, how should we put it, unforgiving as Bushido Blade is.
1: That's that's a very good way to put that.
0: Yeah. And you know what? Despite the fact that this game is crude as hell, like it's PlayStation 1 and even Bushido Blade 2 ain't much prettier. Mm. I had no trouble getting into this. I mean, getting my butt kicked left, right and center, but I had no trouble playing this game. What makes this game unique, I mean, there's a story and it's stupid as hell. It's a fighting game, so whatever. Yeah. If you're looking for a story in a fighting game, what are you doing? Everyone has a weapon, and they do realistic damage. Which is to say, if you get hit with a katana, you die. Yeah. If you get stabbed with a spear, you're done. If you're lucky and your opponent like nicks you, you might be able to stagger around. But it's you know it reminds me of a modern fencing match. It's all about maneuvering for that. One that one good strike mm-hmm. and Bushido Blade one and two did things differently. With uh Bushido Blade one, you had three buttons for three different swings low, medium, or high, and then a fourth for blocking. For Bushido Blade two, you have three stances and one swing. Oh, so interesting. you would, yeah, so you would choose high, medium, or low stance. Mm-hmm. and then swing. I didn't like it quite as much. I, I kind of like Bushido Blade 1 because you didn't have to think about it. You just had to hit high, medium, or low. It's just a different way of doing things. They tried two different approaches to this, I won't say problem, but to this <laughs> uh, to this way of doing things. And I, I love it. I really got a kick out of this game. Uh, and I'm not much of a fighting guy. Like I, I don't like street fighter or any of those sorts of games they're just boring Because like, i can't remember the 26 button combo to yeah. tear how to tear out his spine through his earlobe or something um, <laughs> but this game is brutal like can you imagine this with modern level graphics <laughs> well,
1: yes i can it, it yeah. makes me feel very much like playing uh, pvp in dark souls
0: Oh, okay. So there you go. Is that a one, one hit, one kill sort of thing, or?
1: Uh, it depends. Depends on builds, but I mean the, yeah. the point of the matter was like, the just the way that it played very much made me feel um, it's very weighted and calculated yeah. and angling for the right attacks.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's. Uh, I remember when they advertised these back when they advertised video games on TV, <laughs> and looking at this thing, going, "Well, this looks really cool." Back everyone can be a Samurai warrior. Not everyone can live by the power of the sword. Not everyone can die with honor.
1: I, for example, make kazoos. Mm. Of course, yeah.
0: I, I mean, I couldn't play it. I didn't own a PlayStation 1. Uh, I, But you could play PlayStation 2, like you could play it on a PlayStation 2. So that worked for me. So I rented that a bunch of times and I went to buy it and it was nowhere to be found. Like, this is a rare game. So I doubt Squaresoft, you know, Square Enix cares if someone goes and finds it and downloads. I'm not suggesting you pirate, but you should absolutely do that. But, you know, this is one of these games I kind of wish they would re-release it, like a remastered version. Yeah. Because all you have to do is pretty it up. Right there. And that
1: would that wouldn't be hard. I mean, you I mean I'm sure that there's a lot more to go into it than what we're what we're giving it credit for, yeah. but like even a very bare bones um, recreation remake of this from like if you just built it from the ground up, it does it wouldn't take much to make this thing really competent and really fun
0: yeah yeah it's you know playing this oddly enough i was thinking of star wars uh episode one pod racer which we talked about earlier yeah the same sort of idea that you know here's this simple game that was just sort of tossed out there and you know it really holds up after all these decades i mean 1997 man it's 24 Mm -hmm. years old uh that's pretty impressive and i would love to see it get that approach you know like they don't have to make a full-on remake they could just remake the game for a modern system with prettier graphics and sell bushido blade one and two for ten bucks yeah i
1: yeah. would i would absolutely pay for that um, yeah i mean this was this is my first go around at it and i played through the little campaign that was like mm-hmm. you know six fights in a row that was a lot yeah. of fun um trying to kind of get my feet under me there and then After a couple of fights, I finally went and actually read the manual and really got got to grips (laughs) with the controls. Um, But I loved how weighty it felt, how important every movement felt. The fact that it had localized damage this early on in gaming. Like, you would damage legs, you would damage arms, you would damage torso. And depending on that, you would would wind up uh, with different status effects. Like, if you damage their leg enough, they're going to be crawling around on one knee. Uh, yeah. If you damage their arm enough, they're only going to be attacking with one arm and they've got limited reach. Like It's really, really impressive yeah. the amount of thought and detail that went into this game.
0: Yeah, In that respect, it reminds me of Die by the Sword, which was a uh, PC game that kind of came and went. It was an interplay game. I think you can get it on GOG. And it was a few years earlier, the same sort of thing. It It had localized damage, but it was realistic in that you couldn't take 10 hits. right just back away and heal no 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 you got hit by a sword buddy you're gonna die everything is about maneuver it's about being you know being the right distance and the right angle from them and and Mm -hmm. what is your stance and do you swing high or low and of course there's all these varied choice of weapons from a simple katana which is what i chose to pikes and staffs and a big ass sledgehammer and you know shorter swords and so of course you've got to you know yeah you're going to pick the one you think is coolest but at the same time you have to stop and think okay i have a he has b how does that work Mm -hmm. and the only game i can think of it that comes even close is an ubisoft game ubisoft excuse me a ubisoft game that i bought and then promptly never played called for honor Yeah, you know where it's all about maneuver, and it's a serious uh, sword fighting—I won't say simulator, but it's a serious sword fighting game. And you know, I own the damn thing, and one of the expansions. You think I got off my butt and play it? But the reality is, it's a fighting (laughs) game, and I just don't—I'm never going to remember, nor will my reflexes be good enough to remember the combo of twenty-six buttons again to tear his—you know—to tear your spine out through your eardrum or something. Yeah. Um, But this one isn't that. It's just, it's in the, it's it's a little bit like a chess match where you only ever have to think one move ahead. That's it. Yeah.
1: And I I also lent in the same sort of direction that I felt that this reminded me a lot of uh, a series called Chivalry, which is a uh, medieval combat series. Um, It also, again, it, Again, reminded me of Dark Souls a lot in the way that every weapon is viable. You just need to learn that weapon's moveset and how it interacts with other weapons. Um, and while you were you had mentioned that, uh, I did remember there was, you can set this game up to be in first-person perspective, which I did oh, do, and fog. I thought it was just a blast. <laughs> I, I actually had a much easier time playing it in first-person than I did in third-person. Really? Wow. but what it made me think of a lot was a vr game uh called sword and sorcery which is very very similar in its combat style where you know the the attacks are very weighty you've got uh, uh localized damage it's more or less a one shot one kill kind of deal and it's very similar just upresed uh considerably quicker
0: <laughs> yeah in some ways it's a little bit like domino like if you get hit by a sword, you're going down. There's no yeah. healing. You got hit with a sword, buddy, you know you're done. And I really like that. And and the game's got a cool look to it. It's got a uh it's very cartoony, but it's got that PlayStation 1 polygonal look to it. It looks very cool. The Shida Blade 2 is just a slightly prettier version of the same thing. And obviously it's popular that they were willing to put it out for the PSP, but only if you had access to the Japanese store and it was digital only. So, and I don't read Japanese, so I would, you know, that was <laughs> you not know, It was easy enough. There was, you know, there was ways, there were cheats back then to get onto the store, but seeing as I don't read Japanese, but, uh, you know, so I never, I never did it, but I hadn't played this game up until I went to try it with you in probably 20 years. And right. man, it's fun. I just, I, I, I left it on my system. I'm going to play it again. I'm going to go find Bushido Blade 2 now. So...
1: Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. It was a it was a really fun game to go back and experience. If you are somebody who likes action RPGs and third person melee combat, definitely go check this out. Like a hundred percent. Even if you download it, you play it for a couple hours and never look at it again, it's entirely worth that time.
0: Yeah, you got to find an emulator, a PlayStation One emulator. And to be clear, when you say action RPGs, it's the action; it's not the RPG. There's not really an RPG element. I mean, it's
1: well, I, I mean, you know, you you look at ARPGs that are, you know, the third-person melee combat-focused games. Yeah. And... Yeah,
0: but if you like For Honor or, mm-hmm. uh, like you say, Dark Souls, uh, PvP, which I can't speak to. If you like the sort of game where a sword hitting you means something, like you're, you're like if you want that sort of like you say a weighty decision. Did you decide to swing high or medium or low could determine whether you die or not. If yeah. you like that, where it's more about that than just knowing the 26 button combo to tear your spine out, this is probably something you should give a swing at. And, and hopefully, you know, Squaresoft says, you know what, let's bundle this up, toss it out there. Probably wouldn't be too expensive for them to do that.
1: That'd be uh, really cool if they did.
0: Yeah, it's not like you, not like you need a powerful system to run it. It's a PlayStation no. 1 game.
1: God so. no. you just have to get it to run on modern systems.
0: Yeah. And for that, you can just find a PlayStation 1 emulator. They're pretty easy to find. So. Shh. It's right. Don't don't do that. Don't do that. Travel back in time to <laughs> 1997 and purchase this game. Exactly. Actually, in all seriousness, you could probably find it used somewhere. Like the desk
1: yeah i'm sure you probably can but then you have to also have a playstation one and a crt tv and all the all the good stuff
0: or a ps2 or again at that point you're using an emulator but you own the game so whatever yeah but you could probably find this game for five bucks in some cheap store somewhere because it's so unknown but yeah go go find this game absolutely So, so there it is
1: there it is Hey, Farron, I got a question for you. Do you like high fantasy sword and sorcery type stories? Sure. (laughs) I know the answer is no, but I'm going to ask anyways. (laughs) Do you like being ambiguously probably the good guy in a story? Actually, I do kind of like that. (laughs) Well, there we go. And do you like feeling immensely powerful as you rampage through villages, killing indiscriminately between goblins and humans?
0: I would if I had a fucking clue how to play this game properly, but... Yeah, sure. Sounds great.
1: Well shit. Well, let's get into it then. <laughs> We're talking today about Magicka 1 and 2, developed by Pieces Interactive and published by Paradox Interactive, one of my favorite publishers. Uh, it's available on Windows, Linux, Mac, and PS4. Or sorry, at least Magicka 2 is uh the, the title that I played, I believe. Yeah. PS uh Magicka 1 is available on Windows, Linux, Mac, and PlayStation 3. Uh, the second was released on May 26, 2015, and this is just a adorable top-down twin stick shooter in which it's again really ambiguous as to whether you're the hero of this story or not you play a wizard plop down and you are given a quest and it is your job to learn to spell and by which i mean you put uh, a couple of spells in order whether that's uh, a lightning spell or fire or death ray or life-giving ray or water etc and then you Put them all together and cast one big spell out of it and this is a uh, four player up to four player co-op game and it is much better as a co-op game i had completely forgotten about that until i went to go back and play this again the other day it is it is a challenging game to play solo but still very very fun so was this your your first time playing the game yeah i think i know you'd mentioned that you'd owned them but i'm not sure if you'd ever gotten to them
0: uh I had, it's one of these games I played with and sort of it didn't drive with me so I put it away and then I came mm-hmm. back and over the years and so I went yesterday and I sat down and uh, I think I invented a few new swears. Uh, <laughs> I had nothing but trouble with this. I kept I'm embarrassed to say I didn't make it past the tutorial before I started getting real frustrated. I could not get I couldn't figure out how to throw spells. I kept dropping them on me. Um, I all sorts of difficulty. Uh, The tutorial was not great. Let's start there. But like it was giving me instructions and I had, I had nothing but trouble with it, but it's cool looking. So I decided what I was going to do is go find some gameplay because I, I didn't want this to be 15 minutes of me screaming profanities in your ear. Uh, (laughs) So I went and I, I just watched some crazy gameplay and it's just batshit crazy. This game, it is like, it's just wild because it's all about how you combine these different spells and anything goes and unfortunately or fortunately depending how you look at it the wrong combination is just as likely to kill you and your buddy as it is to <laughs> kill anyone else but that's what seems so so much fun about it
1: mm-hmm. yeah uh, absolutely yeah. it's it's a, just a wacky time it's really just meant to be over the top and bombastic the characters are always turned up to 11 uh, the character of Vlad who is most definitely not a vampire uh, is leading you through the, the main story of these games what like it's just it's small details in this thing too like if you walk into water and walk out of water and try and cast an electricity spell you just wind up zapping yourself repeatedly Hmm. and i can't tell you how many times oh yeah it's it's the small little things or like if you so what you do is you walk into water you walk out of water you store up some fire charges you cast fire on yourself suddenly all the the water evaporates off you and now you can cast electricity but you then you can turn around and cast water on something and now you cast electricity on it and it's super effective against it you have ah! creatures wandering at you that have like flamethrowers and frost throwers and oh because they're they've got machines on them they are susceptible to the other elements and so you have to think about that and then you can wind up pairing like fire with rock and create this giant flaming boulder that you can just toss at these things and it just it continuously gets more and more layered you're Putting shields on yourself that are elemented, so when they get hit by that certain element, then you actually get healed. And it's, it's, it's a lot to take in, and it's very, it's skill, it's, excuse me, its skill ceiling is actually surprisingly high oh, for sure. just sort of a, a little basically twin stick shooter. Even even things down to, sort of like almost a a Pig Latin ish speech that everybody yes. uses. You can pick out words that sound very close to the English counterpart the the charm is just off the charts in this game it's adorable it's delightful to just be in the area um all the wizards are sort of ambiguously evil and at the same time discussing philanthropic works like in the beginning of the second game you wind up uh walking out of this castle and there's just this table of four old wizard ghosts and they're sat around discussing the politics and the reality and the implications of they can use magic and other people can't and it's just so full of life and, and vibrancy and yeah that's to say nothing of not only the music but the art style of this game i just
0: yeah it's it's got a sort of a teenager drawing in his notebook sort of look to it
1: very much so yeah it's it's someone's teenager's fever dream that they just came up with and it gives you that space to completely enjoy and play in with very few boundaries save the edge of the screen
0: yeah yeah it's um and a game like this it can't i can't help but think that this is crazier the more people you have is it what is it two player or up to four up to four so yeah, yeah if you have three friends that you don't mind never talking to again <laughs> uh, you know hop into this one and just go nuts you're as likely to kill each other as anyone else but sometimes the goofy games are are the fun ones like not everything has to be hardcore serious
1: yeah so
0: yeah i i got a kick out of it what i saw Very,
1: well I, yeah. I mean i'm I'm glad to hear that you at least saw it and said that's that's good from an outside perspective. Um, yeah,
0: I'll try and, and relearn how to play it again. I just <laughs> I was in a particularly impatient mood and went okay after 20 minutes of this of dying for the 35th. I'm like fuck this and I went I walked away. Uh, that's fair. And went on to a little, little big workshop, but uh, uh, which I quite enjoyed. But um, oh, good, good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I hate that one too. No, it's fine. Um, <laughs> No, but, it, you know, games like this make me want to go back and try again. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it looks so cool. It's in on the joke, like you you. it's clear the developers are winking at you and that's mostly because I remember the commercials uh, the ads for this game and they were hilarious.
1: Oh, yeah, and, and that carries through through the entire story as well. Um, truth be told, I've never actually gotten to the, the end of Magicka 2. My, my ex and I had played through a considerable amount of it and then wound up stopping a few chapters from the end. But it's just just so much fun to be at. like you don't have to play the thing through to the end because there's there's no big upgrades there's not like you unlock all the spells by the end of the game you've got them at the beginning and it's just up to you to piece them out and puzzle them together in very esoteric ways um you know when you when you figure out how to make like poison using the life spell or you figure out that you can chain fire and your death ray together to create a flaming death ray. because why wouldn't you why wouldn't you have yeah. a flaming death ray or or fire and thunder um to create a, a fiery electrical storm it's just just a delight
0: yeah it's it's all about it's all about combinations it's mm-hmm. and that's really cool yeah it's uh it's a goofy game for goofy fun and and that's who should be playing this
1: yeah 100 percent this is very much a game for you to sit down and just enjoy with some friends like farin said earlier this is definitely not one that's um that that's meant to be taken super seriously it's no competitive game it's not um it's not something that you're going to see being streamed at the top of twitch but it's mm. just a lot of fun to sit down and play with your friends it's very much uh a, a reimagining of castle crashers if you ever played that um,
0: no, but I know of it.
1: It was yeah, four-player uh, melee knights running around in a very silly toilet humor esque world. Um, it's a it's slightly more highbrow <laughs> than Castle yeah. Crashers was. It Reminds me of a PS3
0: game called uh, Fat Princess, which yeah,
1: I think Fat Princess was also done by Behemoth, uh, and they were the guys who did Castle Crashers. Yeah, if yeah. I'm not mistaken.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah that was a, that was a desperately offensive game, but it was a lot of fun. <laughs> <It> was,
1: <laughs> Well, I mean, this—it's tough because this is um, this does wind up being a, a pretty one-note game. There's not a whole lot to really get into here.
0: Give it uh, a shot is where I'm coming down on it.
1: I mean, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, I'm so. I'm on the same page. I'm going to keep this game around for a very long time, and it's not one that I come back to every week or every month but every now and again i get a hankering to oh well, let's let's go back to magica i feel like that's that's just something fun to be in for a little while and it never fails to keep me entertained for a good five six hours at a time
0: and and i'll come back to it i will i'll, I'll learn like the, the the interface issue was my problem not the game's problem so yeah, yeah no so
1: all right so there it is
0: there it is